Hello, and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, educate inspire, inspire, and, and liberate. liberate. My name is John Savage. My name is Leah Savage. Uh, my lovely wife. So she is with us today. I'm excited. <laughs> Sometimes, as you know, she, for those of you who've been listening for Inspiration Mondays, uh, my wife, um, she'll be working. She's not always with us, but um, I'm grateful to have her here today. Uh, we are a team and yeah. we hear from the Holy Spirit and sometimes God will give her something that I don't get and vice versa. So I love you. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about abiding in the Lord. Abiding is so powerful. It's so key. And as we get started, I just want to say, Father, thank you for this opportunity to present your word and to share a word of encouragement to those who are on the job working right now. Maybe things are going really well. Maybe things have been really rough. Um, maybe mm. things, uh, health challenges, uh, financial challenges. But during this time of the pandemic, there's been so much going on. And not even during this time, but just before that time, I talked to a lot of people. And just, Father, just thank you for just blessing everybody and just meeting their needs, Father, because uh, you are faithful. And yeah. You are the one who hears and you are the one who sees. And yes. as we talk about abiding today, man, every ear here. Yeah what they need to hear yeah. by your spirit yeah. for Holy Spirit is the one who gives gifts liberally and you give according to the need of mm. each individual you've called. So we thank you now, Father, you. as we go forward in this message that everybody will be blessed, be encouraged in their business and their jobs and their school and their family life and relationships. Yeah. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're talking about abiding in the Lord and the Hebrew definition for abiding, there's some different terms here. We'll go over briefly. Is to means to wait, remain, lodge, or continue to inhabit, dwell, to sit, occupy, stay, to take a seat, to marry or be married, reposed, resettled. So those are just some of the words and context. So it's very interesting how diverse abiding mm. can be based on the need and the situation. Mm. See, God is so amazing. Mm -hmm. So think about each of these words and how this applies to your life. Go back and write them down. I'd encourage you to do that today, tomorrow, throughout the week. In fact, just focus on abiding in the Father. Mm. He'll give you instruction on what else to do. Spend some time on the various contexts of the words. It's, like I said, as far as abiding and um, how it can apply to your life and whatever is going on right now. Abiding is a very sacred process, and it is not something you just rush to do or rush into. Mm -hmm. You need to really slow down, and I've had to do this. Mm. Even though I have to slow down, I get excited about some things, and it's like, I see it. But the Father says, don't get ahead of me. Mm. That's why we need to learn to abide. Society yeah. says, go, excel, and mm. run, and do. You accomplish this. It's about you, mm. but it's actually not about us. We are part of a bigger puzzle, a bigger picture. We are mm. part of the world's ecosystem. When one thing's out of alignment, even a people, a society, we lose history. We lose so many customs and traditions and even contributions to society. So that's why it's important to abide in a father. Never take that lightly in our part that we play in this world. Oh, sweetie, you want to say something? It just makes me think of walking in step with him when you said not getting ahead. Mm. Think about, you know, we're married. Mm -hmm. We're going on a walk together. Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to run ahead of you. We're not walking together. 
we're not abiding, dwelling in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. But when we're walking in step, we're, we're walking at the same pace. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I heard Bible teacher, she shared to know his peace, we must know his pace. Mm-hmm. And that really blessed me. So That's good. That's good. Everything has a pace. Everything literally has a, a rhythm, rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. And even when someone has to get a pacemaker, what's interesting is they call it a pacemaker for a reason because there's a rhythm. It has to be paced. It, it can't just be too fast, too slow, or irregular. It has to be the right just pace right. Mm-hmm. for that person's heart. So think about that. We are to be in sync mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit the same way that yeah. we may be in connection continuously with the father when we break connection and come outside of that it's because we're not abiding in him Mm -hmm. that's it it made me think too so is that like when we're walking sometimes you walk really fast Mm -mm. and go ahead and you're walking (laughs) so fast because you just need to slow down (laughs) no i walk right in step with you actually that's me sometimes Uh i'll be processing so much and and i'm walking and she's like sweetie you're going too fast. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then I can feel literally the tension in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I start recognizing my breathing. And it's like an example. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm getting ahead. The Holy Spirit's saying, John, slow down, breathe, yeah. let everything go right now. Enjoy your break. Enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Be still. You're being step in step with your wife in her hand. And so he mm-hmm. just has to remind me sometimes. And so by my wife saying, Hey, Mm-hmm. And I realized, and it won't be like I'm way ahead of her, but <laughs> it'll be like my steps just start, my stride starts getting a little too ahead. Mm-hmm. But again, that's a perfect example when my wife brought that up and it just immediately clicked with me. Mm-hmm. And I need that daily because I find I'm, I, there's times where I'm like Going starting so to go. Fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to slow down. And even as I'm talking now, if you just listen to the adjustment and the inflection of my voice. That's what I have to do sometimes. And I'm sure many of you may have recognized that. And if you don't, next time you think about a situation you're in, you're not sure what to do. It's overwhelming. Stop and just think of the words abide. Mm. And then start slowing your breathing down as much as you can. And just take note of how your your shoulders feel, how your body feels. And begin to just relax and take deep breaths and breathe. And I'm saying this for a reason. So this is just not coming to me because even as you breathe, mm-hmm. I notice it affects different things. As like as far as you're being regular, just so many different things or even adjustments in your joints and your spine. You can feel it when you take deep breaths slowly and just really be still. Take a inventory of your body and of your mind and examine where is my heart right now? And then as you slow down, you say, Father, help me to abide in you. Okay. So we had a little exercise you can take with you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So abiding, like I said, slow down and be intentional because you want to be in the moment. That's the only way it's going to happen. You need to be in the moment. This is the only way you can abide is by being in the moment in Yahweh's presence because he's the one that allows us to go into into just being in step with him and being in presence with him um, 
and allow us to see and to feel things and to be in a place of being aware when we begin to stop and abide. His heart and what he has for us is so huge. The Father speaks to us through his Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. And when we take this time to abide, we can receive clear instructions and also everything else in our lives becomes more clear and we begin to um, see things from a different light. We begin to have a better understanding of things where there was confusion. So it's just like what comes to me is when Matthew and Jesus was, uh, was Matthew 7, uh, when Jesus was in the water. It's actually two different times. So actually, what I'm thinking about is when he was sleeping in the boat. And the disciples and the men in the boat, they all started to just flip out and just be really concerned. We're going to die. You know, it's going to fall apart. And guess what? She was the only one at the bottom sleeping. This peaceful, what I get is this image. He was just so at peace because he was abiding in the presence of the Father while he was mm. resting. And so he wakes up, well, he have little faith. He's like, all we had to do, all they had to do was just be still and have some faith. And he says, peace be still. And guess what? The waters calmed immediately at the obedience and the authority in his voice. Mm. And the air the winds, they ceased. It became calm. Mm. So just think about that. We have this authority in him. If we're abiding in the Father and he in us, guess what? We have the same authority to calm different storms in our lives. Mm. We don't have control over every external factor that may happen or come our way, but how we respond to it is key. We want to, The world reacts to things, whereas as kingdom people, we want to respond. Beautiful. Sweetie, you want to share anything on that? I just think about um, what we carry transforms the atmosphere, the environment. So Mm -hmm. if we're abiding in him, we're carrying his presence with us and in us. And wherever we go, his presence changes the room. It changes the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it in our own life many times. Um, even with our own children, that when we spend time abiding um, and we're in a place of peace, then we can help them be in a place of peace. And we can't control them, (laughs) as you, you know, mentioned, but we can influence them. Yes. So. Amen. That's true. And we set the tone for our home. Yeah. And of course, you know, we've got to bring them back in alignment. And that's where even for our children, as we abide with the Father, is asking us, hey, Father, give us perspective of how are the kids seeing this? How can we help them to abide yeah. as we learn to abide in you yeah. in every day, in every situation? Kids can be a great example of what we're doing many times with the Father and our relationship with Him and how we deal with life. Okay. So... Everything we have need of in this life can only truly be found when we spend quality time abiding in our Creator's presence. He's the one who knows us meticulously, very meticulously, every detail about us. He knows our frame full well and what we need. 
Abiding allows us to experience a shift in our circumstance. My wife's just talking about changing the atmosphere. Mm. A shift in our circumstances, our mindsets, our perspectives, and everything we will ever face in life, whether we are um, abased or whether we're bound, it doesn't matter. We still want to be abiding in the Father. You get too far to the left or to the right, we know it can happen. Corruption, because this flesh, there's nothing good in the flesh apart from the Father. So let's read Psalm 91. You want to read that, sweetie? Sure. Okay. So if, you, if those of you don't have a Bible, it's okay. Um, you can read it later, Psalm 91. Um, just go back and read that. But just listen. The more importantly is just to receive the words. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Mm. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because mm. he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. So that's a good word. And so just kind of summing that up in Psalm 91, it's just really powerful. The scripture is so rich with life in it. It's talking about safety, protection, about provision. There is, an, um, there is an assurance that only our Heavenly Father, Yeshua, can provide for us. And as you listen to Psalm 91, it's all there. And it's it, you can just take time going line by line, day by day, and just dissecting even deeper into each verse. But just think about it, what he's saying. It all goes back to abiding. You can't hear him, know his name, and really know who he is and what El Shaddai means or El Barith means God of the covenant. Abraham knew what God of the covenant meant because he spent time with him. He got to see some things over time. He got to see having to leave a place and not knowing where he was going to where the father showed him. But all this has to do with abiding and spending time, the intimacy. And as you go, you go to that place, the father will bring the people you need in your life to help you along the way. The answers you need the things you've been waiting on, the different breakthroughs, the the insight, the, the provision, the wisdom, the instruction you need for next steps in life. 
So just meditate on Psalm 91 and where we're at right now, there's different pestilences and diseases and destruction mm -hmm. in the earth. These are birth pains as the scripture talks about. There's so many birth pains that where the earth is moaning and groaning, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. Mm -hmm. So this is a whole nother thing. And as that happens, as we mature and continue to mature in these last days, actually, I say this last hour now mm -hmm. that, the Father's going to continue to do a wonderful, beautiful work. And let's read another one real quick. Psalm 37, 1 through 8. And this also talks about abiding. It says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut off like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, <clears throat> excuse me, so shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Mm. Verse four, this is the key. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. And see, there's some of you that might be listening. I want to stop there for a moment. That is waiting for encouragement, to, for justification, um, justice to be served in some type of situation. You're waiting on something. Things have been delayed. You've had hindrances. You've had setback. You've had opposition. But he is the one mm -hmm. who will have the last say-so. Mm -hmm. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will not pass away. Mm -hmm. So whatever the Father said he's going to do in your life, he's going to do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things don't look exactly the way we thought it was going to look like by any means. But as long as the father's in control, that's all I'm concerned about. We step out the way so he can step in the way and he be the guard between us and whatever's trying to come against us. Mm -hmm. And rest in the Lord, verse seven, and wait patiently for him. Mm -hmm. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. So abiding, this is why abiding is so important. And the key words here from verses 3 through 8, I highlighted previously, trust, mm. delight. You delight by abiding, slowing down, stopping, really being in the moment, enjoying and receiving in his presence. Commit. Mm. Just give everything over to him. Be determined, intentional about it. Rest. Mm. Stop. Don't do anything else. Just wait. If you don't have any other instruction, you're not sure what to do, just rest. And then cease. Let go. Don't defend yourself. Let the Father, who is your creator, defend you. Mm. And then you can go and read later in John chapter 15, verses 1, verses 4 through 11. That's John chapter 15, verse 4 through 11, where Yeshua talks about being the vine and the vine dresser, the father, and being connected to the vine, and that we're the branches, and without him we can do nothing. Mm -hmm. But in him we can do all things. So if we abide in him, he will make everything perfect. He will bring things to pass that we need. He will keep us connected, and, and he's our life source. Mm -hmm. So we don't come to the father but by Yeshua, right? Yeah. So he's the one who brings life and life more abundantly, and that's why he came. And he wants us to have those things. And so I'll just say this real quick in verse 7 of John chapter 15. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you.
Here is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciples. So anyway, go back and read that. That's John chapter 15, verses starting in verse 7 or verse 6 through 11. That'll really bless you. So I want to ask you today, who or what are you abiding in? Is it with the government? Many people are so dogmatic about the government do everything for them. Well, we have tens of hundreds of thousands of laws no one can keep up with. That's why we need the one who is the who who can give the law and who can supersede the law. Yeah. The Father Himself, our Creator. Because see, Jesus already paid the price. When he came, he is the fulfillment, not only the intercession, but as the intercession for our sakes. He's a fulfillment of the law. In him embodied everything connecting yeah. us to the Father. Remember, the veil was torn right after he gave up his spirit. Mm. When he was on uh, Golgotha, right after he gave up his spirit, the thunder came down. The Father spoke. Mm. The veil was torn. Now there was no barrier for us to have free access by the Spirit mm. because now he gave us free access to have our spirit man renewed in him. So now we can walk up to the Father boldly to the throne of grace where we might obtain mercy and find help in our time of need yeah. and say, Father, I'm going to abide in you right now. I have some needs and most of all, you are my greatest need. Yeah. I need you, yeah. I desire you, and I long for you. So I ask you again, mm. who or what are you abiding in? Is it the government? Is it your job, mm. the status, the position you have? Is it your financial situation? Do you think are going really well for you? Is it the systems of this world, the do's and the don'ts of how to do something or what to do to get what you want? You alone must answer this question. We have had to answer this question for ourselves. And it's a daily thing. When you wake up, it's a new day. Mm. We got to start new. We don't know what all is coming. We have our plans and ideas and thoughts, but we don't control the day itself. Yeah. So we have to always be prepared. Every time we really get still, and like for me, and I've gotten still and I seek the Father's face, things seem to get better. I have more peace. I have more clarity. And the answers I've been waiting on sometimes seem to come like that. It's amazing. Mm. Um, what it is is stepping out of the way, which we've talked about before. Sweetie, anything you want to say in the final words of encouragement or scripture? I just want to say that, you know, all of us, no matter who we are, where we come from, our background, we mm. want to be loved. And for me, abiding is ultimately about falling into the arms of love. Because mm. he is love. Amen. And so if you want to be loved without trying to strive or work or do or earn, or I call it my five Ps, perform, please, mm. you know, uh, perfect, produce, mm -hmm. laying all that aside, and you can just come into his presence and find peace. And so he is love. Mm -hmm. And all he says is, come, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me. Yes. So abiding is an invitation to be loved, mm -hmm. to be held. And on that note, as we close, what does that invitation look like, sweetie? It's an invitation into the arms of Christ before he is the one who 
was given. The Father mm. gave his son. We can't come, we can't be reunited with the Father without the Son. Yes. So if you have never received Yeshua Christ, Jesus, into your heart as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do that right now. You don't have to wait to go to a church building, um, to walk up to an altar. You can do it right there, wherever you are, in your car, in your bathroom, at, at mm-hmm. you know, wherever you are. All you have to do is come to him and say, I believe. I believe that you died for me. Yeshua, I believe that, first of all, that I am a sinner, that I have fallen short. Mm. And I believe that you died to forgive me and bring me back to the Father. And I receive your love. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your grace that brings me back to the Father. Amen. And so you can read in Revelation 3.20 and also just how Christ just long-suffering, he eagerly waits to convert sinners to himself. Read 1 Peter 3.20. And, um, but it's just, he is faithful. And just spend time with him. Again, read John chapter 15, verse uh, starting at 6 through 11. And you can read the whole thing, but starting at 6 through 11, just in context of what we're talking about today. But Yeshua stands at the door and he's knocking, ready to come in to sup with you and you with mm-hmm. him in an intimate, personal relationship, one-on-one, no one else but you and him. So God bless you. With that said, we love you. Yeah. And may God just watch over you and the rest of your week. And stay tuned for our other episodes as we talk about finances throughout the week. God bless you. In the meantime, unwind. Mm-hmm.